welcome to episode 128, season 6, episode 16 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Pizza table. Table pizza? Pizza table? Pizza Pizzas table. plus tables plus week. That time of the year. Are you, is it, <laughs> Equals is, another your, upset over a top five team. Is it? Is your game at Purdue? No. No. Eh, it's not the same then. No, it's definitely not the same. Also, they're on notice. Ohio State is aware that... Also, well, we'll talk about that later. Everyone, I think. everyone knows. Uh, also, we're joined um, also by Tom. People still don't give a shit about my team this week, so that's good. Yep. Uh, right where we want to be. Right we're, exactly. fly, we're flying under the radar, and then at the very end, boom, we're there. We don't have to talk about my last week's game. We don't have to talk about my this week's game. It's great. <laughs> The uh, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, little old Clemson ain't, ain't getting no respect. Uh, it's great. It means my well, I mean, you, to this podcast under, can be minimal. I mean, you're flying under the radar a little too low. I mean, you're never going to get high enough that anyone has to care. You know uh, what? Maybe you guys can upstate. Exactly Clemson actually never took off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was all a dream? They're, they're sitting in the like the the airport bar, just like drink, drinking whiskey and. Peanuts, eating peanuts. Just... Mm-hmm. Failure to launch the Clemson story. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys played? Uh, you guys played NC State yet? Yeah, that was our first yeah. loss. That was, that was first loss. in conference loss. Okay. Remember, like we did every single thing we could to lose that game, and they also did every single thing they could to lose that game, and we had to go yeah, to remember, overtime. Remember, they like oh, missed yeah, like yeah. a short field goal. They missed a twenty-yard like, field goal it. straight down the middle to win it in regulation. Well, you know what. We'll talk about you guys next week because maybe you can upset Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, all right, we can talk about it, I guess. There's a there's a phrase I never thought I would say is that Clemson might be able to upset Wake Forest. So maybe Wake Forest is not good because they lost to UNC last week, and UNC is currently getting the bejesus beaten out of them by Pitt. Well, they're uh, Wake Forest does not have a defense. I'll say that. Neither does uh, UNC. <laughs> Looks true. True. All right. Uh, we're also joined by Mike. So hello, Mike. Hey. Hey. Um, and so the gang's all here. Um, we're putting it th- putting this out a, a day later, uh, but this is a free podcast, so you're a dollar short. Dollar short. Um, anyway, so let's just uh, let's start off by talking about the polls, giving people what they want, or maybe not what they want. Uh, we'll we'll get to that when we get through the polls. But uh, we at least have updated ones. So the CFP poll came out Tuesday and mostly Late, later than normal. Fuck you, ESPN, for delaying it for two hours so you can sandwich between basketball games. Bunch of bullshit. Did you yeah. really? Like, I mean, why don't you just watch it or look at it Wednesday morning? I don't understand. You knew what it was going to look like. I, I'm just up more upset at that. ESPN is like, we have no influence on the polls, but we can actually make it delayed two hours. Well, and then it was delayed even beyond two hours because the game ran over. Well, it is shocking that the the playoffs that they're uh, paying for would be uh, would be influenced that, like like the polls that that feed that would that they would uh-huh. have any control over it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Shocking. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so let's check in on that. We got uh, Georgia number one. You got Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati moving up to fifth, and then we got Wait, Michigan. They already fifth. Sixth. They were sixth last week, right? Oh, yes. well, congratulations. Sparty, well, everybody Sparty moved up because yeah, Sparty was, was, yeah. And then uh, we got Michigan at six, and you got uh, Sparty at seven. 
let's let, let us not forget that Michigan State literally beat Michigan two weeks ago. But you know, it's forward facing. That was two I, weeks who, ago. Who yeah. am I to judge? <laughs> um, Oklahoma uh, at nine and zero. Let me so, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you something. If uh-huh. if and when, because I'm sure it'll happen. If Ohio State jumps Oregon, will you have the same uh, qualms? I, with that? So I that's that's yes. my entire yes, he will. No, my, my I'm saying that's my entire problem with it because the only reason at this point that they're leaving, whenever they talk about Oregon and Ohio State, where they're ranked, the only reason they're like, well, Oregon beat them head to head. That's the only reason they say it, and then yeah. they go they get to Michigan, Michigan State, they're like, well, you know, okay, but, that but listen, doesn't matter. But, but real quick, does anyone really care about anything past four? Like I don't well, care how they rank after four. I'm sh- I'm sure Michigan Michigan State will care because the highest ranked one will get to go to the Rose Bowl if Ohio State goes to the playoff. Well, then we can worry about the last week. Who cares right now? I feel like all that's going to come down to is which team played Ohio State the best. <laughs> that's who gets ranked higher. Yeah, probably. Hmm. That's that's going to be hard to. Uh... I have I have. So I'll just say this. I have no problem with Oregon being in front of Ohio State. I also have no problem with Michigan being in front of Michigan State. I have a problem with the inconsistencies of the stories on those two things from the committee. Well, so so hold on. If Ohio State this week was ranked ahead of Oregon, you would have had no problems with anything. Because that's consistent with what that yes, they're no. That's, that's they're, I'm just I'm just making sure. Yes. For and when if, this if, actually does happen, that you're like, poll looks good to me. I oh, think it'll, the poll it'll happen once Ohio State I, has some good I, wins. I personally think that Oregon should be in front of Ohio State right now. They won really? on the field. Yeah, they won on the field. I mean, I Ohio I State has feel, Ohio fine, State I has feel like both teams look way different now than they did when they sure, played. Sure, abs- absolutely. But at the end of the day, they went on the field and beat us. So you know, we're I mean, it is all what it looking is. for who's responsible for this. <laughs> <laughs> I can say this as being a fourth ranked team right now because it doesn't actually impact me yet. Yeah. <laughs> now, exactly. if it's four and five, let's let's have a chat. But if you were a Cincinnati fan right now, you would have uh, some problems. All right, all, uh, let's just finish this. Notre Dame at 9, Oklahoma State at 10, blah, blah, blah. doesn't really matter after you get past the 4. Really, uh, after you get past, like, probably 6, there's probably anybody below that. I don't see a ton of chances to get up in there. I mean, maybe Oklahoma if they somehow stay undefeated and there's some losses ahead sure. of them. I think sure. if Oklahoma goes undefeated that they'll be in. Probably. I mean, they'll probably bump you or Oregon out if y'all are still one loss. One of y'all won't make it, I would think. Then then Andrew's going to have some trouble if Oregon's ranked ahead of Ohio. What if Bama gets in with two losses over you guys? And I'm literally done watching college football forever. (laughs) Prepare yourself. (laughs) He means until the fall of 2022. Prepare yourself. I can continue to say that cannot actually happen. And this is just... People like Andy, uh, like just like putting the needle to you. There's well, no I, I do enjoy putting the needle to him, but if any team is ever going to make it, it with two losses, it's Alabama. It's That's LSU. all I'm saying. Okay, so they've proven that they've done it once before. So why wouldn't they do it again? Well, but LSU was the BCS. It's different, right? I know it's different. It was it was sure. dumb, but it, yeah. Sure, there were there were two teams back then. Now there's four. So why couldn't you have a two loss team in there, in the committee? I'm not saying that it would be right. I'm saying that why wouldn't? I don't know why they that wouldn't would, do that it. That would mean Alabama would not even have won the SEC. Yeah. What if? Would anybody be okay with it if Alabama lost like in overtime to Georgia? 
No. Yeah, that that's where we're that's the the scenario where it happens or it's a a close. It would even. The only time, only way I'd be okay with it is if Alabama lost in overtime. But at halftime, there was like a mass extinction event where they had to bring Saban out to play like quarterback. <laughs> what? I mean, my wet dream is that we beat them in overtime when I JT Daniels like has to come in and save us. Saban I would told, really, see, want, would really prefer to play like a linebacker or a strong safety or something. I don't ago. think he's the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> so so that, he played DB in college, Tom, so he'd go up. that. Okay. Tom, shut up. It's exactly what I predicted weeks ago. This is just Georgia setting up the, the possibility of, of a reverse 2018 and having JT Daniels come in and in a backup role to win the game. Uh, that, that opinion is not unique to you or to me. I, I've heard it all, all over saying, the Twitters lately. I, I need that like on the first or second podcast. My or, favorite part sure. about the whole thing is that like Georgia's going to bring out a statue to play the second half, and somehow you guys are not going to be able to scheme for it. <laughs> Well, he does have. I mean, he's got a better arm. Anyway, let's not let's not uh, get into the Georgia corner already. Come on, we got to yeah. give the people what they want later. <laughs> All right, let's we talk string them along for a like, bit. Do, Alabama might not make it there. So. Do, do we care about the AP and coaches poll anymore? No, I don't care about that? any of this. I don't even want to go over the FPI or the. All right, SP quickly, board, Andrew, you know? give us a give us a look at the only poll that matters: the FPI, please. FBI, Georgia, yes. Crimson Tide, Ohio okay. State, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Michigan, Iowa State at sixth. Hold on, quick, wait, wait, quickly, we but before it? we, they're seventh. Before yeah. we move on, let's just note that there's a huge gap between three and four on here. There's oh, yeah. a six-point like... projected gap between yep. three and four. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. continue. Uh, we have Iowa State at six, Pitt at seven, Clemson wait. at eight. Why is it? Why do I see a different poll than <laughs> you do? You know, Andy's the bourbon now. almost went through my nose. That would have been painful. Andy's not good at uh, updating things. Uh, oh, 10, okay, okay, okay. What? 10, 10 at Wisconsin. Wait, what? His, Clemson says UC. six and three. Are you sure you don't have the new one? I'm literally looking at the website. What? Did they update but, this thing like twice a week or something? Because the what happened? The schedule's the uh, same. Let's see. Oh, we have four and five Texas and Florida back to back at 19th and 20th, ahead of eight and one Oregon, who is 21st. It looks the Michigan same. Michigan State. I just the link. Michigan State understand. is 22nd. What's he talking you, about? Do you have he, it? Do you when you sometimes when you open it, it's not filtered right, and you have to hit the RK button to rerun the rank because it sometimes it's like out of whack. It's just sorted on FPI like the points, which should give yes. you the same thing as the rank. It's not though. I'm literally looking at it. Okay. Well, anyway, continue. Those yeah, it ranks? was sorted by FPI, not rank. But go, go ahead. But yeah. Pitt is still ranked at sixth, and Iowa State is ranked by no, seventh. And they're yours. not. Okay. They're seventh. They're seventh. Pitt is seventh. I was right. sixth. I'm just telling you what. They also have. They also have. A, they have a a a one and a one up <laughs> arrow and down arrow next to their name, uh, which just says trend. Which there's no of uh, anything of what that means. So who knows? That just means they're up two places. I just, I just no, want to know it's what not, it's not week over week, so it doesn't know. Who knows? I just want I to know what it is that Wisconsin did to go up. I guess 13 spots. Yeah, that's what it looks what, like. What did they do? They I won. I mean, I, I just, they didn't beat like uh, you know a higher state or Georgia or, or Alabama, as far as I know. Yeah, Wisconsin wasn't even in the top twenty last week, so yeah, they I moved mean, up quite a bit. We we got I, this thing's a mess. Uh, Georgia has a forty three point seven percent chance to win a national championship. Okay. 
uh, and a 68.8% chance to make the national championship. We, we, Alabama okay. and Alabama both have super high odds to make the national championship. Yeah. Who did Wisconsin beat last week? Um, they steamrolled um, Rutgers. Oh, so the mighty... Well, they padded their stats, essentially. 52 to 3. They, yeah, they, they because them. probably there's some formula here that deals with their offense. Their offense has been shitty, and they finally got their offense together. So it, And, I mean, statistically, Wisconsin has the best defense in the nation. Uh, that's no one's even talking about because Georgia is actually the best defense in the nation. But uh, Wisconsin's yeah. defense, the the models and the statistics love that defense. Okay. Hey, Wisconsin still has a 0.1% chance to make the playoffs. So good, good job on you, Wisconsin. Six and three. Go, Wisconsin. Look at you. Um, anything else to touch on here before we go to SP Plus? Nope. Okay. Because poll sucks almost as much as the college football playoff poll. Uh, SP Plus is not. Much better. Um, next year we might switch one of these out for the those uh, FEI rankings because I like those a lot more, and I actually look at those a lot more than I do these uh, these days because the FEI gives you uh, a lot better look than just numbers that you don't know what goes into those numbers, but they give you a lot more detail with those. Anyway, SP Plus we got Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. Uh, and then a uh, large gap between Alabama and Wisconsin at four. Uh, it has Wisconsin uh, four? Yeah. Six Gosh, and three. Christ. <laughs> um, this is actually talks about some other poll that he's he's just going to wait till next year to bring in. We have uh, to stop. Can we just do Bill it now? Conley. Bill Conley needs to be stopped. I mean, I could look at it right now. Yeah, sure. But let me just finish this real quick. Uh, Texas A&M, Clemson, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Pittsburgh. You got a delete key right here. Um, this is a joke. Imagine publishing this and like being like, "Yep, this is it." Uh, well, the funny thing is, like, I follow him on Twitter, so he'll be saying something like, "So, like this week, he was like, good news, Clemson actually dropped," and then he'll be like, "But there's bad news," and it's like, even if it is, but you look and it's like, of course, probably like Wisconsin at four or something. All right, this Tennessee twentieth. Uh, all right, we'll give you guys. Uh, so let's. I'll post a link so you guys can see what i'm talking about uh we talk about florida at four and five at 14 all right so this is from fei is it represents and this is just a quick thing i'm not going to talk about everything we'll just go through the like like the list of the top 10 i guess fei represents the per possession scoring advantage each team would be expected to have on a neutral field against an average Uh, opponent and they've got a whole bunch of advanced stats basically but um, and then they've got like yards per play, game splits, and projections on this site. It's if you're interested in going to it, bcftoys.com, and <laughs> then there should be links after that. Uh, so your top ten here: you got Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Iowa State at number six. I mean, we still we're, we still have I Wisconsin at five. Yeah. I mean... The, yeah, the metrics, Wisconsin. the Wisconsin's, I told you, the Wisconsin's defense metrically breaks them from how terrible their offense is. It's, there's also a significant amount of, uh, when, when anytime you get into advanced stats, unfortunately, it doesn't really take into account, okay, and like, try not to roll your eyes too hard. It doesn't necessarily take into account, like, who won the game it's more of who should have won the game it doesn't take into account like a team punching themselves at the dick in the dick at the end of the game 
So if, if they need, they need a you, dick punching coefficient. They need a dick punching saying coefficient. That, saying that like that could explain why Oklahoma was further down because I mean I'm sure there's two or three well, games. They it takes into account like. Ball. It takes into account, like, usually uh, game control efficiency and uh, what do you call to, it? Like, a need... post game win expectancy is a SP plus thing, I know. It's possible uh, if they, like, add just, like, the surrender index on here. It probably might help a lot, I feel like. I don't know. Um, I actually like the, the game projections on here. Really, I, I like this uh, mostly for the yards per play and the EPA stuff on here. Um, anyway, so uh, rankings are. They're they're here, and you can go out there and look at them if you want. I think they're just another tool to to look at for for advanced stats and shit. So let's talk about some news from this last week. So uh, Florida's uh, long national nightmare, at least in some sort, is over. So Todd Grantham was finally uh, fired from as their defensive coordinator, and uh, yeah, so Dan Mullen's still there. Um, their offensive line coach has been with Dan Mullen through. I think from, uh, what was it, Bowling Green was where they first started or something like that, and then out at Utah and everywhere else that he's been with Urban and everywhere else. Uh, yeah, he finally fired his offensive line coach that they were, they'd been friends for so long. Nothing on that? All right. That's cool. A little no, just a little too late. I uh, I kind of wish that they'd given Todd Grantham a lifetime contract, but I guess this day was coming at some point. Does Grantham um, have a job next year somewhere? Somewhere, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, people are stupid. Jim Moore gets a job. At, yeah, but he had a job at UConn. Honestly, he's probably a better. He's probably a better NFL defensive coordinator because his his defense is too is too complicated for for college and usually guys are are standing there looking at the sideline because he hasn't gotten his call in all the way and he's like changing shit and like he's never simplified it enough to where his players know what they're doing before the ball snapped especially in college if the team's running hurry up um less of an issue in the pros also those guys have a lot more time to learn the playbook in the pros anyway jimmy lake also suspended at washington um I'm gonna say he like kind of shoved slash slapped a player's helmet, uh, yeah, which clearly right. wasn't wasn't right. Suspended without pay, um, and possibly I can't remember. Has he officially gotten fired yet, or are we just hearing some rumors no, behind the scenes rumors. of being fired? Just rumors. Okay. Um, and then Texas Tech. Has a new uh, head coach of of which somebody on our Discord is a Texas Tech fan, and they are very excited about this guy. Joey McGuire is his name. So, well, the fucked up thing with it, not fucked up. The interesting angle of this is mm-hmm. he was Baylor's offensive coordinator, who apparently left in the middle of a team meeting. Also, Texas Tech plays Baylor like in two weeks. Fun. I don't know how you come into a team mid-year with no experience in any of the team be like well this is this is how i coach this team now <laughs> what yeah um well that's all the news that i have for now so let's go and jump into last week's games a lot of these were uh just trying to touch on a game that is somewhat watchable each day even if most of these aren't really any good but we did have last Wednesday, we had Central Michigan at Western Michigan. He was favored by nine, and Central Michigan won 42 to 30 in some uh, Tuesday, or sorry, Wednesday night action. Thursday, we had some uh, 
Georgia State at Louisiana Lafayette. What is that? Sunbelt, I think, or CUSA. I think it's Sunbelt, but uh, not entirely sure. Louisiana Lafayette was favored by 12, and they won 21 to 17. So Georgia State almost did the thing. Friday, jumping over Friday, we have Virginia Tech. Oh boy, uh, Justin Fuente experiments almost over. He uh, they were favored by three at Boston College, and Boston College uh, beat them 17 to three. It it felt much worse than that when I was watching that game, but anyway, that happened. Man, he's he's just fallen completely off the map. I can remember when he was like a mm-hmm. one of the up and coming coaches. Yeah, you thought that he was gonna do well there, but yeah, I mean, so. didn't he like start off relatively early at Virginia Tech, beating um, Ohio State? No, or is that still Beamer? That was Beamer. And he came. Where did he come from? Memphis or Memphis? Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't a good maybe, fit for him. Maybe it was more Memphis than the coaches. I don't know. Maybe some guys just don't handle that uh, step up very well. Our, uh, we also had Utah. Dear God, if you wanted to see a dead body, this is the game. Utah was favored by eight at Stanford, and they won fifty-two to seven. And Damn, Stanford beat Oregon. I'm, I was like, is is, is Andrew going to do it, or is someone going to impersonate Andrew doing it? For your consideration, committee, I present to you the Utah Stanford game. <laughs> God. Um, all right, Saturday we have Missouri at Georgia. It's favored by thirty-eight. They won forty-three to six. So Did you say Missouri at Georgia. Missouri, Mizzou. Sound like you said misery. Well, you know, basically. <laughs> well, I thought that's what he said. I thought he was making a pun. But like, okay. I I'm a little tired, but uh, that I'm not sure. Anyway, um, instead of talking about the good things, which I uh, am am want to do about Georgia, I would say that uh, we had some challenges in this game actually running the ball. And I know everybody always thinks of us as running running the damn ball, which has kind of been the brand for a while now. But like, couldn't run the ball to save our lives. Uh, in this game, unless we ran it to the outside, uh, running up the middle for, I mean, not watching the game, assuming that Missouri just put all 11 guys on the, on the, they put a lot of guys out there. And I mean, I, I I suppose if I was, if I was, (laughs) didn't know that we could actually pass the ball this year, I I would do that. Um, but if I were them, I would leave a lighter box and try to make us run it up the middle. But that's, uh, I'm not a defensive coordinator, I guess. Um, but if I, like I think our weakness is on run blocking, so um, I would I I wouldn't I don't think you need to put extra people in there necessarily to try to stop the run um, unless we're going to run it to the outside. Anyway, uh, passing was good. Um, Missouri, it's kind of hard to tell how great they are. Um, they're Basilac or whatever. He's injured, so they played uh, t- their second and third string quarterbacks, and neither one of them could do shit that's kind of been the story all year. Uh, they tried to get a, a touchdown at the very end of the game. There, there's been a lot of that this year with teams can't really score. So they try to do it at the, at the end against our like third string. And most of the time it doesn't work. Uh, this time it, it still didn't work. Um, they held him out. They were on a goal line uh, for, with a first down and UJ held him out. Um, so they you won the game by 37. Move on. Yep. Well, I said I would talk about some some bad things. I talked about our run offense. The only anyway, bad thing we should have talked about is is for what happened after after 
after the game during practice. I heard about a receiver getting hurt. Yeah, that was today or uh, never, Wednesday. It's never a good time to have a season. A receiver with five hole catches. Uh, he oh. came back. Uh, he came back in the Missouri game. He has 21 snaps on the year. I, uh, so it sucks for him because he came back from an injury and got uh, got injured during practice this week. But uh, so it sucks for him. I wouldn't say that it's a, a huge loss production uh, wise. So um, ah, sucks for him. Out. Sucks for him. But uh, I think we'll be okay. We have a surprising amount of good receivers right now. Ohio State and, was favored by. And, um, sorry. I was going to say in Georgia Tech on the schedule. Yeah, sure. That, uh, that's fine. We, we're not really scared of Georgia Tech these days until they get a real coach. Um, Ohio State was favored by 15.5 at Nebraska, and uh, they won 26-17. This game was uh, was pretty close, I feel like, but uh, Nebraska's season was, in a nutshell right there. It was, Well, this was Nebraska's biggest loss all season, so nine points. Uh <laughs> This is like one of those games where, you know, it was close, but it you never felt like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose this game. Like, it never felt like, oh, this thing's in danger. Uh, uh, I, think, I think he's just saying that. Uh, no, I, I mean, mean, there were times that if I didn't know it was Nebraska and that they were going to shit themselves. Uh, I mean, but, it, it, there, yeah. there was there was the 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 Scott Frost era in a nutshell happened about seven times in this game. Uh, we also didn't speak that Scott Frost fired basically his whole offensive staff. Like five people, like the offensive coordinator, the quarterback coach, the offensive line coach. So I don't know who the fuck's coaching the offense. There uh, the was four, the four after the game. Four after the game out of five, I believe. But yes, uh, oh, still uh, a lot, and a lot of people. But there was a uh, there was a time at, towards the end of the game where Nebraska currently is kicking field goals at under fifty percent. They were down six points with I think like seven minutes to go, and they had it was like a fourth and four from like the seventeen or from like the twelve or something, and it was like a little chip shot field goal to make it by three points. You should have probably went for that. You're down six, but they went and kicked the field goal. The kicker missed it because he's terrible. Uh, <laughs> and so then Ohio State got the ball back, went down the field, kicked another field goal, went up nine. And then that next drive, Nebraska is down now nine points, and there's five minutes left in the game, and they punt it for some reason. Uh, and then this, Ohio State just ran out the clock. Chicken shit. Did Nebraska get replaced by like NC State or something? Because this feels like a NC State versus Clemson thing. So it was like that's why I never felt like in danger because Scott Frost has no idea what he's doing. Uh, I, I they gave him the vote of confidence. He lowered his buyout, which means he's fired next year. Uh, I guess the only good thing on that game is Jackson Smith and Jigba set an Ohio State record for receptions in a game. It was only twelve yards off from the the. Uh, receiving yards in a single game. He had 15 receptions for like 250 yards. And you guys only put up 26 points. That's 26 points. Surprising. Well, we didn't run the ball very well at all. It sounds like That's he just also surprised. He threw it to the one guy that was there. Yeah. Well, uh, it didn't <laughs> help that our, that our leading receiver was out. So we were like, well, we're just going to give it to this guy in the middle of the field every single time because they're not going to cover him. Didn't the yeah. running back get injured for a bit and he came back or something? Who? Did your running back get injured or uh, he... for like three for like three plays? Okay, <clears throat> I couldn't remember if he ended up coming back or not. But I was asking during the game why you guys didn't rotate more than just him. He's probably getting a little tired, and oh, you said that the... everybody was injured. Everybody else is injured outside of the true freshman, uh, Trevion Henderson. Yeah, I was about to say like I mean, 
it's it, certainly a strategy to only play running one running back, but I well, feel like it's we, better to do We one. had four running backs. Two are currently hurt. Then we had the true freshman. And then our fourth running back, Steel Chambers, was converted to a linebacker to start this year, who's also now our best linebacker. So if that tells you about what's going on at running back and at linebacker position, have at it. Steel Chambers is such a porn star name. Uh, <laughs> let's continue. Uh, anything else on that? No. Okay. Pitt was favored by 21 at Duke. They won 54-29, so Pitt's still, still doing their thing. Uh, and apparently they're still doing their thing against UNC right now. I don't have that game up. Maybe I should. It was 24-7 it to 7 when I turned it off. Okay. I assume it's worse now. I don't know. Probably. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the uh, next game. Uh, Baylor's favored by uh, 6.5 at TCU. They won 30-28, so whoever's the interim coach there has uh, got them a win. So there you go. But Baylor was favored, but TCU won. That's right. Yep. Okay. And then we also had Oki Light. Uh, was favored by three at West Virginia. They won twenty-four to three. Woo! Damn. Uh, a little surprising to me, but I guess they didn't burn any couches think, after that I, game. I think we all called that game in Pickums. So that sounds. I think LSU, we all saw. Them. Okay. Uh. Yep. LSU was at Alabama, uh, who's February 28 and a half and at seven on ESPN and Alabama won 20 to 14. I hated that game. That game sucked. So I guess talk about what you, what you hated. I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not much. I, we had an argument, uh, during the week or not long afterwards about, uh, I guess not hating Pete Golding as much. And that's only because I actually think I now hate, I now hate uh, the offensive coordinator more. Bill O'Brien. Um, Bill, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm and, not and really, saying I told really, you so about Bob. Really well, I, I think Alabama I, fans knew as well. So they just on, didn't man. have a choice. Sorry. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I almost want to like complain more actually about the offense line co- uh, coach uh, since like most problems it all starts at the line mm-hmm. and um, that's where all the problem is. It's it's unfortunately I think it's starting to get into Bryce's Young's um, mind. Uh, he has limited faith in the offensive line, so he either rushes throws or he doesn't read his progressions right. Um, or he just gets sacked. And so it's it's kind of a what's the word? It tumbles down. It, it um it, trickle yeah. down. So, it trickle down effect, yeah. Trickle down effect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, six can't, six can't rushing run. yards isn't a recipe for yeah, success you, in a you game. Can't, you can't run the ball. I mean, yeah, it's I think the thing I hated the most though is at the end of the game and it was our idea to, I guess, kneel on the ball, but it, you know, is too much time left on the clock to kneel on the ball. So we're at the like 50 yard line and we are running like basically the goal line package. I mean, like two, two tight ends, maybe three, uh, fullback running back and just handing the ball off running right up the middle. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's at this point, LSU is going to get the ball back with like 40, 50 seconds. Yes. They had no timeouts, but I mean, crazy things can happen. I mean, yeah, and and you're down, they're down six. I mean, a touchdown and an extra point wins the game. I'm, and we're not running like even the regular offense. We are running the just tackle us 
and and get the ball back offense. I feel I mean, like it was LA... like kind of a his like his play calling like Bill O'Brien's play calling is just like it it is a horrible misuse of the talent that Alabama yeah. has on offense because I feel like everything is just it reminds me of what Tony Elliott's doing at Clemson where he's just relying on his athletes out athleting him. Like the play calling just looks like unimaginative and I just don't really know what his plan is on offense other than like, I don't know, chuck it out there to Mechie and you know, these other guys and let them do their thing. You know, I don't know, just throw it down. But on like, you know, kind of like average difficulty plays, nothing, there's nothing like like last year and the last couple of years. You could see them designing like whole plays yeah. just Sark to get was, like Devonta Smith or Sark was really good about scheming receivers yeah. open. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think Bob does that. Yeah, I, and uh, I mean watching yeah. that game, right? LSU had a chance. Like if so, right? They went for it at like the Bama four with like a ton of time left in the game, like 12 minutes. They could they should have kicked the chip shot to go down three and they were yeah. in field goal range at the end of that game. If they kicked that field goal, right. They, they could potentially t- hit that yeah. game tying yeah. field goal. I would say so, that yeah. they were saved by LSU looked completely inept on offense. <laughs> like they, they yeah. if yeah, they, er, they looked er, bad. early, they showed signs and, and this gets back to like, maybe not being quite as upset at Pete Golding. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure I'll be let down by him. Soon, sooner or later, probably sooner. Uh, and it does help that it was still LSU's offense. And like you said, that yeah, even, just... even, even, even Pete Golden can kind of figure that out. Um, so the defense, I mean, they had to hold on to a six point lead for like it feels like about half the game, and they somehow did. I mean, yeah, they so, just I mean, couldn't get anything could... else. And... LSU the defense game. worked out for for this game, um, mm-hmm. but even the special teams, the, the the kicker. Now it really wasn't the kicker; it was having two bad snaps resulted in like a, a field goal off the crossbar and a, a miss extra point. It's four points, yep. just on on literally the the most basic thing of of all of football: uh, a snap. Not great. Yeah. Uh, Bama and um, kickers nope. have never gotten along too great, I guess. I mean, it's been all right up until this game, but and like I said, it's not really the kicker. It's it's. I mean, Ray Finkel uh, laces out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, as far as I know, no injuries. We got a crap team coming up, and that's pretty much it. Um, I have it on good authority that you may lose to New Mexico State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I hear they're. I hear they they are an Aggie team. I mean, and if if Alabama Aggie teams, if Alabama only wants to play walk-ons, maybe. Uh, well, we're gonna get Saban out there playing DB and quarterback two way <laughs> with his replaced yeah. hip or whatever. Yeah, that's not. I mean, he, yeah. His moves impress Deion Sanders. What can I say? <laughs> um, anything else on this before we move on to the next one? No. Okay. Uh, uh, well, I guess. So long, Coach O. You will not be missed. <laughs> Coach O. Coach O out. Um, yeah, they get someone said, better. He said Probably. he was... Uh... Yeah, you may miss him when LSU starts beating you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I mean, they've beaten us before. I mean, uh, 10 years or so ago. 2019. 
Oh, uh, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Burrow is a pretty big win, and then last year Alabama kind of returned the favor with a pretty big win. Um, yeah. Anyway, next game uh, was very exciting. Tennessee was at Kentucky. He was favored by two, and Tennessee uh, won in a, a shootout, 45-42, and they did not have the ball all that long at all. I think that they had it... Uh, I feel like it was something stupid, like 13 minutes in that game. They had their time of possession was only 13 minutes. Um, I mean, looking at all the games we have, I would almost say it could have been game of the week. Well, I mean, we didn't really know that it we would be that good. <laughs> it, could have been. It, was, it, was, it just looks like it's been a bad, bad week. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, at least for that, for that, yeah. Um. And there was another one. Our next one. <laughs> the next one is even better. We we got a okay Tennessee Kentucky very exciting game, uh, back and forth. Uh, obviously Kentucky could have won it, but you know Tennessee. Yeah, the only the only thing I remember hearing is people saying that Tennessee looked out with like a ref call or something. I don't yeah. know. I didn't watch it, so. I mean, I watched some of it, but I I can't remember what that specific call was. Um. All right, next game we had Florida was favored by 18 at South Carolina, and they lost 40 to 17. So this was the game that got Grantham's ass fi- finally fired. And yeah, but was it Grantham's fault? Points. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it was. I mean, his his defense gave up 40 points. I mean, maybe there's I thought, like, I thought maybe there's some six sixes, but yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't there some like offense doing some bad things that led to points? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it would have been also- like. I don't watch the game. I have no idea, so I don't know. I did. <laughs> I sure okay. did. I is, sure did. Is, it was great. Is South Carolina's quarterback still that uh, that guy Zed? No, I think so. Or is no, that, you it's watched not the Dolan? game. No, it's a it's another third. It's a third it's string a third guy. Third string guy. Yeah, I couldn't remember if Zed was the second or third string. I just knew it was on the third string. Um, yeah, it was interesting, and uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> I enjoyed every second of that game. Um, I am wondering if it was almost oh. too much, like if they beat them by too much, and that might actually get Mullen fired. But I guess uh, say say one more time the final outcome and who and how much was favored. Florida was favored to... by eighteen, and they lost by twenty three points. That uh, seems bad. It seems That's real uh... bad. <laughs> Like a Twenty-one point swing, or that's Joe Pa shitting your pants on the sideline. Bad, I think. Run faster, Joe. <laughs> Sorry to our Penn State fan that I think is listening now, or will be listening to this. Maybe uh, at some point. Himself. <laughs> God, he said you were there. Yeah, I was at that game. This is when they played nice. Ohio State. Nice. Uh, anyway. Um, I don't know what else to say about this this game other than people got fired. It, it was it was great that they lost, but Molinari is probably coming to an end. Um, Texas was at Iowa State, who was favored by six and a half, and they won thirty to seven. So Iowa State whipping up on that Longhorn ass. Uh, Texas is back. <laughs> Texas is back where they belong. Um, I think this is the first game like post Paul Assassin, right? So I'm second, sure I'm, second, I think, right? Second game. Okay. Second, I, yeah. I, I'm just, I still have to, I still have to figure there had to be some. No, Paul Assassin uh, was last week. 
but it wasn't it before the the games happened. It was it was Halloween, which Halloween was on, was on a Sunday. There's no way. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I'm. Sh- I, I, there had to be more than a handful of like monkey related signs and costumes. I think that there were some at the. Uh, I would assume that there were some at the game day when it was in Cincinnati, but I can't remember. Uh, hopefully. Uh, anyway, yeah, Texas is uh, Texas is back, and I bet they can't wait to go to the SEC and get their ass steamrolled every week. It's gonna be great. Uh, San Diego State is favored by seven and a half uh, at Hawaii, and they went thirty to seventeen. So San Diego State still doing the thing. I think that they're one loss if I remember right. Um, Michigan State favored <laughs> by three versus Purdue, and Purdue wins forty to twenty nine. This was a write in. Purdue now is just uh, stacking their deck on the wins over top five teams. They already had the record for most wins ever versus top five team. Now they have 17 wins as an unranked team versus a top five team. You're still not ranked, right? Uh, Not in the coaches AP poll for some reason, even though they've beaten two top three teams. I can't remember. Did the uh, The CFP put them at like 16? I was going to say CFP put them in, which I mean, I got my gripes with the CFP, but... uh... At least the they fact that the AP and coaches didn't put Purdue in at all is literal insanity. I, I the coaches doesn't surprise me. I'm surprised that the AP poll didn't because usually the AP poll isn't is slightly better than the coaches. And they beat opinion. two top three teams. Outrageous. Anyways, I mean, Michigan, Michigan tell me, State. Tell me why what? a three loss Penn State team deserves to be in there over a three loss Purdue team that's beaten two top five teams uh well you know penn state beat auburn and they beat wisconsin who are two top 25 teams and penn's two of penn state's three losses were without their starting quarterback but that's two top 25 teams versus two top five teams well i'm not saying i'm not saying in front of purdue i'm saying like they should probably be in front of like you know those sec teams they like to put in there like arkansas is Arkansas in the... Anyway, let's continue. Yeah, let's let's move on. Um, uh, well, we'll see if this starts the Michigan State downward spiral that teams sometimes that are overachieving tend to hit. I mean, they haven't played... Uh... Well, never mind. They, they played Michigan. Uh, they, they haven't played Ohio State yet, so... Two weeks. Still got that. Um, yeah. Also, they have uh, Penn State this week, so we're, we're going to find out more about this team uh, this week and next week. Next game, we had your game of the week. Auburn was at Texas A&M, favored by four and a half, and Texas A&M won 20-3, so we did not get quite the game that we thought we were going to get, but this game did take place. It happened. It just it happen. uh, it, it makes the SEC uh, West get real muddy, depending on what happens uh, in the Iron Bowl. Yep. Iron Bowl. As of right now, if things hold serve, if Auburn were to somehow win that game, Texas A&M would go, right? I think so. Or is it Ole Miss? I can't remember. There's going to be some weird if, like, Mississippi State or Ole Miss or Arkansas have two losses. But I haven't looked at those. They probably don't. Hmm. It probably goes to tiebreakers and stuff like that. Or not tiebreakers, but head-to-head, I mean. Yeah. Head-to-head. All right, well, we'll get there if we have to. Uh, so that game happened. Your turn of the week, uh, real quick. Iowa favored by 12 at Northwestern, and they won uh, not by 12. They barely scored 12. They won 17-12. You did it. Yeah. 
you should have known that Iowa was not going to win by 12 because you know what them scoring more than 12 is uh that's going to put them very out of breath and they're going to yep. have to recover for a couple weeks yep nope. yep okay pack 12 after dark game was usc at arizona state they uh were favored by eight and a half and they won 31 to 16 over usc talk about this week's games uh tuesday we had nope. we some games. Those games just skip those skip 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 <laughs> skip 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 <laughs> north carolina pit uh that's on right now uh pit was favored by six and a half um and they are currently winning 23 to 7 so there's your live update ish because this will go up later tonight hopefully barring uh, technological issues anything on this one while we're while the game's on uh pit looks a lot better than unc indeed indeed yes i would i would agree with that uh friday we got cincinnati favored by 23 and a half uh and these are all as of yesterday the lines might have moved a couple points whatever i didn't feel like redoing them uh cincinnati favored by 23 and a half at south florida at six on espn2 is that time correct or did i uh not convert it to eastern time anyway that game's either six or seven or six or seven eastern time uh, check your local listings, I guess. Wyoming at Boise State. We got a late game here. Uh, if you feel like watching uh, Boise favored by 13.5 at 9 on FS1. I don't. Okay, Saturday. Uh, Boise State can be fun. Come on. Saturday, uh, Michigan at Penn State. Uh, this was a pick as of yesterday. I think this is going to be in our pick tonight, so we'll get an update on that actual spread. Uh, that's at noon on ABC. I think this game will be very good. I think it'll be very good. It could have been game of the week, and I looked at that, and then the actual rankings between that and game rankings. Now you care about rankings, huh? (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I do think that's going to be a good game. Also, it's going to be highly watchable. I'm surprised it's not on Fox, but maybe this is one of the nooners that ESPN slash ABC can can pick. Anyway. It's going to be good. Uh, Mississippi State's going to be at Auburn, favored by five and a half at noon on ESPN. So, I don't know. Might see some stuff here. Might be interesting. Okay. I'm sure Mike I'm sure Mike Leach won't like say something hor- horrific about his own team team probably. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a reference that he threw his own kicker under the bus, so. I mean, that doesn't surprise me about Leach. He's not prone to throwing people on his team under under the bus. Um or or buildings or sheds or and he just locks them in sheds. Yeah. 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 Oklahoma's favored by five, uh, five and a half at Baylor, and that's at noon on Fox. So that's your uh, Gus game of the week. Um, yeah. Georgia's favored by 20 and a half at Tennessee at uh, 3.30 on CBS. So see how that goes. Uh-oh. It's at Tennessee. Yeah, it's at Tennessee. So I think and they're wearing black knees. Black knees. The only yeah. thing that worries me about this game is that is that it's at Tennessee and the shitty uh, turf that they have Beautiful. there. I, I don't know how that turf is consistently such shit. Like I I don't know what what they're doing there, and I don't know if they just because I know that there's different cleats that teams can use, like that have longer studs or shorter studs. So maybe they're just maybe their equipment people have got it the cleats like fine tuned somehow like they don't have these issues that visiting teams have i i don't know but i mean i know it's, it's predominantly georgia that has the issues I, I do i'd have to look i do think the year that uh LSU won the championship 
uh, to his first injury that knocked him out for a couple of weeks was like a the ankle thing. I think it that was at Tennessee. So I mean, well, and to be fair, to his he had a few injuries in college. And... No, that was the, that was the start of that season's injuries. He was okay. perfectly healthy, and then had the high ankle sprain. Came back, then both broke his hip, and that was it. Um. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's not great. Uh, we'll see how the game goes. I think, and just moving on real quickly, but I think that uh, the I will be surprised. And there's a just listening to the various national podcasts I listen to. They seem to these people seem to think that Tennessee's going to score 21 or something, and nobody's crossed 13 on UGA this year. I I would be surprised if they get past I, 14. I I I could see them scoring like 15 to 20, but that's still not going to be enough. <sighs> I'm just saying that I don't. Maybe, maybe. I still just Georgia hasn't played a, an actual real good offense yet. I'll hold by, hold by that, but only for this game because Alabama won't be a very good offense by that time. Okay, yeah, I I don't see them. Uh, I I don't see them getting that far, but I think the furthest is probably is probably twenty. But sure. Um, and then we got Miami favored by two and a half at Florida State. Uh, we're putting this on the here because both these teams used to be good. It feels like we should at least mention it, but we can go quickly. That's at three thirty on ESPN. So, yep. Purdue at Ohio State. Purdue the giant killer going to Ohio State favored by twenty at three thirty on ABC. And just keep an eye on this one. It seems a lot to ask for for per, Purdue to beat three top five teams in one year. First game. I mean, you never first know. game since the the shellacking in West Lafayette. This is the first return game, so uh, we got re- we got a favorite return. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying, like anybody would take two out of three in one year against top five teams. So I mean, no matter what, Purdue, yeah, should still feel good about themselves. Well, they're playing Purdue, with house money at this point. Yeah, Purdue has more wins over Ohio State the last twenty years than Michigan. Ooh, oh, shit. that's a that's a um a factoid right there for you. <laughs> Jeez. I think by double. God. Oh, man. That, that's fantastic. Anything else on this one, Andrew, other than just hoping you guys don't fall on your face on this one, I guess? I don't know. I don't I don't think this game's going to be close. I don't think it is either, for the record. I, I think that Purdue's not sneaking up on anybody else the rest of the year. And to be fair, the two teams they quote-unquote snuck up on are like the biggest fraud offenses of all yeah. time. Are frauds. Maybe they didn't sneak up on them so much as those teams actually weren't good. Considering that we just had Iowa in uh, in our turn of the week against Northwestern and they only won 17 to 12, I think that's kind of self-evident. But yeah. All right, NC State is uh, is going to be at Wake Forest, only favored by two. Wake is here. That's at 7:30 on the ACC network. So uh, if if you get the ACC network, you can watch this. I don't know if that means it's it's in the app or. What that means, I don't know. Tom, what, what does that mean? Uh, we mean ACC Network's ACC Network. We mean it's in the app. It's a, is it's that, a channel. It is an actual channel. I'm trying to remember yeah, if I have it. it is. is that on I YouTube have it. TV? It, yes, yeah, I have. It's on my. How do you? What do you? How do you not know the ACC Network's <laughs> channel? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's when the Clemson game was on last week. Was on the ACC it's, Network. It's like it's like right next to the ACC Network. Yeah. Well, Tom. This may blow your mind, but I don't really watch ACC games unless I have to, but I do want to watch this game. So, Well, you'll have it if you have a UCC TV. All right, then I'm good. 
right. think like Comcast think is the good. only like major carrier that doesn't have ACC network. I mean, at least it's not the Pac-12 network because there's actually been some halfway decent games that I've thought about talking about. And then I see that it's on the Pac-12 network and I'm like, well, not even worth talking about because nobody's going to be able to watch it. I feel like I've never missed anything I've wanted to see on the Pac-12 network. I don't I don't. It, I forget that it exists. <laughs> yeah, there's never well, anything on Pac-12. I'm like, I got to watch that. Much like I forget <laughs> that the Pac-12 exists. Well, to be fair, I'm a college football degenerate, so I watch uh, games that probably have very little interest from most people and i'll just i mean if you're watching if you watch pac 12 after dark every week then you're probably much more of a degenerate than i am oh i and i do <laughs> there you go. I, I generally have three games on at a time so um Man. Yeah. <laughs> you're uh where was i at uh that was what are we talking you about three games on at the same time you're not actually watching any of them well i'm only watching the one on the big screen and i kind of glance over at the other ones during commercials or or something like that um TCU, and especially if it's my own team, the other ones are just on, and I don't really look at it much. TCU at Oklahoma State, uh, they're favored by 13, and that's an 8 on Fox. So there you go. Your game of the week, we got Texas A&M favored by 2.5 at Ole Miss at 7 on ESPN. This should be pretty fun. I threw in some uh, preview stuff. We're going to go quickly through this, but... uh, what, I forget what the dude's name is. It's uh, Stats of War on uh, on Twitter. He's, uh, I believe, a TCU person or something. Uh, somewhere out there in the Big 12 country. And so he does these uh, these previews. So he basically has Ole Miss with a 52% uh, win probability. Uh, the, he only has the point spread. And I watched his video on this shit today. So the projected points are opponent adjusted. The other stats that we have here on the screen. And you can look at his Twitter for all of his previews for these games. Those are not opponent adjusted. Those are raw stats. But the projected points are opponent adjusted projected points. I said that correctly. Uh, if you look at all of this, um, not surprising, but Ole Miss has a shitty defense. Um, yeah. A&M has a, really just, just look at the reds and blues, and that kind of tells yeah. you the story. So uh, offense, okay, A&M, pretty shitty offense. Um, so it's bad on bad. So A&M, shitty offense. Ole Miss, shitty defense. And then you have the other side of the coin is the other way. So A&M, pretty good defense. Ole Miss, you know, really good offense. So um, it's a bad on bad and good on good. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully that gives us an <laughs> exciting game. We're not going to dive into the stats anymore. I think that that's enough. Um, but yeah, I think it should be fun. And it's at Ole Miss. I was trying to... If this was at A&M, I'd feel more comfortable about those points but uh i guess this will be in our pick and we can talk about it more then your turn of the week is Rutgers at indiana it's favored by uh indiana is favored by seven at home and that's at 12 on the big 10 network if you're a degenerate take the points and Rutgers. uh yeah exactly pack 12 after dark game of the week is washington state at oregon favored by 14 that's at 10 30 eastern on espn very Pac-12 after dark. Uh, questions? What do we have, Andrew? Uh, I, w- I was surprised. Hold on. Okay, I can, <laughs> I can do it if you want. Uh, go ahead. Okay. How did you, Andrew, of all people, not know that a boiler maker was a drink? Uh, I don't drink like frat drink things. 
Can you tell us what a Boilermaker is for those of us that... Wait, uh, wait. Can, I, can, can I say mine first? Because I don't, I don't actually, I'm not really a drinker. I think I've heard of Boilermakers. Uh, is it like a, like a beer with like a shot glass or something else dropped into it? Yeah. Believe I so. don't think it's necessarily dropped. I don't you think you bomb it. it in there. Like, you just get it. Or is okay. that poured into it? Or I, just, no. I will. I will say it makes sense that yeah, because they usually if this says it here itself, it's generally it's mixed a bomb. in. It's a bomb. It's not mixed in. It says traditionally the liquor is consumed in a single gulp and is then chased by the beer, which is sipped. What? Okay. So it is just literally a shot of whiskey and a beer. It also says that it can be mixed by pouring or dropping the shot into the beer. The mixture can be stirred if the shot glass But this is... says, traditionally, we ain't talking about what like a bunch of like degenerates are doing at the bar. I think in the U.S. they're, they're doing the de- degenerate thing. It originally came from England, where they were slightly more civilized, and they just did I've the shot. I've never seen anyone. Oh, people, people go order bombs. US, people, yeah, people in the U.S. just like to bomb their drinks, so yeah. that's yeah. how they're going to serve it. Yeah, they're going to... Okay, fine. Uh, so there you go. That's what that is. Uh, next question. Uh, you had him. I stopped looking. Okay, Gambit or Cable for worst <laughs> popular X Men character? I, don't, I would I would argue that Cable's not a popular X Men character. It's just I would argue X-Men that Gambit character. isn't either. No, everyone knows who Gambit is. No, no, I don't agree. I don't agree. I think if you know who Gambit is, you know who Cable is. I don't. I don't know who Cable think, is. Think... Okay, 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 okay. How many? How many X-Men movies has Gambit been in? But here's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. If how, many has Cable been in? Uh, how many has Cable been in? Maybe yeah, the Deadpool was, movie. Yes, he, but that's more than Gambit, which is zero. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, I, You could say one, but it wasn't an X-Men movie. It was a Wolverine movie. It was a Deadpool movie, but even still, Deadpool counts as an X-Men Gam- movie. Gambit, Gambit was an X-Men versions and Wolverine. Oh, oh, Was he? Yes. Uh, it's just so sad. So he's been in two. He's been in two. Wait, we who, who's been in two? Gambit. Gambit, Gambit okay. was in Wolverine. Oh, really? Also, here's here's all you need to know. Oh, is, I remember. Yeah, you're here's all right. you know. Gambit it's, it was, was the in the lights. Gambit oh. was in the X Men arcade game, which makes him more popular. I think Gambit was only more popular because of the cartoon. I didn't play Marvel's Capcom two. I played the four person stand up. X-Men arcade game. How did you not play Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Because the Max and Irmas had the X-Men stand-up arcade machine. I used to get quarters to play it. That and the Simpsons version and the Teenage Mutant Turtles version. Okay. Yeah, there was a Simpsons arcade game. that was. There's also an Avengers arcade game of that same uh, ilk. I'd probably play that. Anyways, I think Gambit is the worst, most popular X-Men character. I... I, like I, only held, I only held the opinion that Ga- uh, Gambit ever became popular was because of the 1990s cartoon where he was like yeah. pushed heavily. Yeah, I didn't even know who Cable was until the Deadpool movies. Uh, I don't. Think I, I did vaguely either. knew Cable from the 90s. We're show. still we're arguing how popular they are, not how bad they are. Well, because yeah. I don't think Cable is popular, and so that thus means Gambit wins by default as the worst, most popular X Men character. Well, okay, fine. Okay, but here's my argument: is that Cyclops is worse than all of them. Cyclops is such a terrible character. I hate him. Yeah, he is I mean, a pretty he, bad he character. Has, but he's, he's got lasers. Yeah, he doesn't just throw cards. He's got fucking he's, lasers. Who cares if he shoots lasers? 
it's like Cyclops has like two versions of him. You have the '90s version where he's just a cuck. Yeah. And then you have the more modern one where he's like this, <laughs> a cuck. you know, super um, revolutionary. He, he's like the perfect strategist. Okay, so uh, can I ask a, you where this is from? In like, of like, what was that? Uh, Avengers versus X Men comic, I think. Oh, I haven't like paid attention to the it's, comic since the nineties, so I just assume that yeah. he's always been a cuck. All right, that's how I always viewed him. But then I know that there's like this recent thing where he's like, he's like the new Magneto, Uh-oh. and like, and like not in the actual cool abilities, but like he's the mutant revolutionary against humanity. All right, are we done with this? Because we have an well, email uh, in well, the inbox. Well, I just want you guys to be looking out for my article I'm gonna post in the Athletic uh, next week. It says, okay. uh, "Why is Notre Dame Cyclops?" My article. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, long form article incoming on why <laughs> Cyclops is Notre Dame. Alright. We have an uh, email in the inbox. So just as a reminder, you can send your emails to podcast academically ineligible dot com and we will read them here. We have an update. Oh. from Katie. Hey. No subject this time. Oh, okay. Okay. Effort. Says, hey guys, I finally moved to North Carolina. Oh, I am. So yeah. now, oh, you you knew about this? Okay, okay. I mean, uh, so I mean, now I knew my... she moved. I did not know she uh, sent an email to tell y'all. Okay. She's currently sitting on his lap. <laughs> no. I finally moved to North Carolina, so now my commute to the assembly line will be much shorter, but I'm sure there will be more workplace incidents. <laughs> Stay safe, Katie. <laughs> Thanks for the update, Katie. We're glad that you're closer to the assembly line. Um, I'm also very glad that she's closer to the assembly line. <laughs> Should we hope for more workplace incidents slash accidents or no? I guess uh, we should. There we is should no hope for to cover that. So you know, we should hope for a lot. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. I like how every single time we we get an email, it's like completely in the dark. I think this is my favorite first time. This is my favorite long running bit. (laughs) It is me too. I can't figure out if it's a bit or real. Is this a stimulant, like a code word for like. um, For fucking. No, I'm not that crass. I was thinking you're, more like you're talking about sex. <laughs> it's talking I was about thinking more sex. Like, He's a cop. <laughs> it's talking about fucking. All right. Uh, anyway, glad glad you're there, Katie. Uh, best of luck to you guys. Um, uh, that's all the emails that we have, and we did that. And now I guess it's time for pickums. All right, we're gonna we're gonna power those pickums really quick. All right, last okay. week. Clemson, yep. Louisville. Tom picked Louisville. Idiot. Uh, LSU. Hey, well, hold on. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I only uh-huh. well, actually, I did think Louisville was gonna win. And you know what? It was really close. Uh, they were they were about two yards away from me getting the point for that one. He I also mean, is it, never gonna pick his team. So yeah, it was yeah. a couple weeks ago when we were like, "Is Clemson going to lose like six games?" And there was like most of us, I thought, picked like the Louisville and Florida State and Wake Forest as highly possible losses, and it's been close. Oh, but but Clemson's proven to have an offense that can score twenty. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. All right, 
Uh, up next, LSU, Bama, Bama, 20 half point favorite. Uh, myself and Andy said Bama would cover that. Obviously did not. Uh, no. Purdue, Purdue, Michigan State. Andy and Mike said Purdue would win. Great job, everyone. Uh, yep, Texas, Iowa we knew State. Purdue beats top 10, top five. That's, that's true. Uh, Texas, Iowa State. Myself and Mike picked Texas. Wrong. I uh, believed in the pole assassin too much. USC, yeah. Arizona State. Uh, Arizona State was eight half point favorite. Tom said they'd cover. They did. Great job, Tom. Thank you. Uh, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. The coin only person to pick West Virginia, Oklahoma State. Uh, one that bring in your current uh, or last week's standings. Everyone went four and two. Uh, I went two and coin. four. The coin went three and three. Bring yeah, in the coin your, is not. Yeah. Sorry. Your current season standings to. I gotta look in the right place. Can I ask a question before you do that? Why are we not why are we not covering the Lockhart Cold Picks? Okay. Lockhart Cold Pick, we said USC would win. They did not. That was wrong. And also the week before you got wrong. Oh, okay. The week before Michigan lost, which that's fine. <laughs> uh all right, bring your current uh season standings to uh in last place, the coin at twenty seven thirty three. In fourth place, myself at thirty and thirty, even five hundred. Uh, in third place, Tom at 32 and 28. Second place, Andy at 34 and 26. And Mike in first place, 35 and 25. If you haven't uh, also, figured it out yet, uh, if he ever lock card cold pick something, do not put any money on that thing. So, yes. Third cold pick is three and seven this year. Oh boy, wait, wait until the Nash Championship game that Ugga just so happens to be playing in this year. Uh, three, three and seven. Also, if you were to go with the Vegas favorites, uh, you'd be 36 and 24 currently. You'd be in first place. First place by game, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, so that brings us this week. Up first, we have Michigan at Penn State. Michigan is a one-and-a-half point favorite. Andy, who wins? Wait, you read that wrong. Michigan is a... Oh, you I said Michigan, Michigan is one-and-a-half. Okay, yes, okay. Correct. Um, well, tell me how to look at my sheet. <laughs> I think that... I think Penn State wins this. Next. Mike, you'd be surprised to know you're next. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking that Penn State continues to have problems keeping that quarterback either healthy or right. Um, I know it is at Penn State, but Penn State's kind of been back- backsliding. I'm going to go Michigan. Uh, I think Sean Clifford is a little bit healthier than he was. Uh, he was, you know, he was healthy for the high stake game. They look good. Uh, Penn State is doing a new little uh, gimmick with their their stadium where there's going to have a blue stripe. So it looks like the helmet. I'm picking Penn State to get a big dub at home. Uh, I'm going to pick Michigan because, uh, you know, I don't know how locked in uh, Franklin is currently at this point. So, well, he Lost thinks you're playing Illinois again, I think. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I well, no, 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 they're playing Ohio State because it's <laughs> moved up a week. But. Oh, so then they prepared even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, tails. I was second guessing yeah. my pick when I saw you picked uh, mm-hmm. Penn State as well, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we have NC State at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a two-point favorite. Tom. I really want Wake Forest. Wait, where is this at? Is that Wake Forest? At Wake. Okay. 
I, yeah. That doesn't really mean anything because no one shows up <laughs> to their games. But I, I want Wake to win because that helps Clemson maybe still make it to the ACC championship game. But I just their defense is so bad, and I think NC State will get enough stops on NC State. Um, I don't know anything other these teams than Wake Forest scores a lot of points, and they let the other teams score a lot of points. So I'm just going to pick Wake Forest. Hmm. It's like I kind of, I kind of want to believe in Wake Forest, but I also think that like they did the whole Michigan State thing. They they rose up to the highest they could. And got the bubble popped. Uh, shit. I'm gonna go uh, NC State. Like I can't catch up to you if you keep picking the same teams I pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go, and this is close obviously with the pickums but i'm gonna go with wake uh with it being at home and i feel slightly better about their offense mm-hmm. way to go andy yeah, we're Welcome. aligned way to go we're aligned this week mm. we're synced up mm. we're on the same cycle okay <laughs> <laughs> who is this cycle cycle count at the warehouse coin Got some. Oh, I was for Miami, Florida State. No, coin. (laughs) Tails. NC State. All right, up next, we have Miami at Florida State in the battle of wide left or wide right, wherever the hell was happening a couple years ago, 20 years ago this week. Jesus Christ. Uh, Miami is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Andy, who wins this game? I don't care, but I... (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt, I guess I'm going to go... I mean, I think both of these teams are a, a train wreck right now. But I guess I'm going to go with Florida State uh, strictly because it's at home. That's it. That's all. It's close enough spread that that makes sense that's, to me. Unfortunately, that's that's where I'm at. And it was my... Hey, yeah, Florida State. Uh, I'm going to make both of you happy. Uh, I think Miami's on a nice little win streak here. They got a decent little quarterback there. I think Miami wins this, and your lock Carl Cole pick is Miami wins by a lot. How much? How much is a lot? You can't just say a lot. A lot. We'll debate what a lot means next week when it happens. No, no, no. See, nope. this is the problem, nope. man. You, you see is, the word uh, a lot. First of all, a lot is letters. two words, but uh, it's not Allet. Yeah. Allet. Uh, nope. Miami wins by Allet. You figure out what it is. <laughs> He's gonna it's give himself this point. point. He's gonna give this point. He's gonna give himself this point no matter what next week. If Miami win. I would say three More. points is not a lot. Okay, but you'll say like seven points is a lot. I You're... would also say I would not say seven points is also not a lot. I don't know where you then tell me tell us what a lot is to you then. Where's now? the line? Ten, we'll, fourteen. We'll have we'll have that debate next week. It'll be fun. No, it won't. No. At I'm that next, point, we'll be, we'll be in we'll be in this also, stupid podcast for an hour and a half after Andy. All right, we're and we're gonna vote. Game. For forty-five minutes each. Since what? you're not, you don't, you don't get to make the rules. I make the rules in the locker cool pick. It's a lot. No, um, who are you this picking? Is, this is uh, what we're gonna it's do. It's also not. It's also not gonna be right by default. We're we're gonna vote on whether your lock card cold pick of them winning by a lot is enough, and it's well, up to us whether it is. We can guess week. who controls all the highlighting of the <laughs> sheet. It's gonna <laughs> be three, have three, and right privileges. And this no. that sheet. Oh man, it's a bummer. Nope. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take Miami also because I really do think they they found a good quarterback. Uh, and they're going they, by Ally. So, I don't know about Ally. By Ally? They'll win. Oh, shit. 
<clears throat> heads. Uh, just real quick on a little little live game update. Uh, my or North Carolina's come back uh, and it's thirteen to twenty three in the almost the end of the third quarter in this current game. They came back. They scored one touchdown or two. Pitt goals, is whatever. almost winning by a lot. Ten. They're they're behind by ten instead of twenty. So I mean, is yeah. is ten a lot? I said Pitt is almost winning by a lot. Uh, next up, we have Texas A&M. At what about what about Allen? Uh, Texas Texas A&M is a two and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? I feel like when you have bad against bad, like I think a bad defense is better than a bad offense because I think bad offenses still can't score on bad defenses, and I think a good offense uh, will get you points. So I'm going to take Ole Miss. Uh, I I think that. Uh, Lane uh, tries to get a little too cute in these big games and outsmarts himself. If he wouldn't play so stupid, he'd win more games. I'm going Texas A&M. Stay on Ole Miss because I believe that two two games like that for Lane is enough for him to maybe not do so much dumbass plays calling. So Ole Miss. I would agree with that, but I would say that until he does it, I'm going to expect him to do dumb shit and, like, until he proves that he's not going to. So, yeah, I'm going to say uh, A&M here. I'm either going to blow by Andy this week or get really far behind him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Heads. Ole Miss. Ole, Miss. Uh, up next, we have OU at Baylor. OU is a five and a half point favorite. Andy, who wins? Uh, it's at Baylor. I'm gonna say Baylor exposes them this week. I'm gonna say Baylor wins, not by Allet, but just Baylor. Just Baylor wins. <laughs> um. So yeah, this week, this week's separation week, uh, big time. Uh, I I'd like for Oklahoma to lose because I think they should have lost earlier but i think this new quarterback continues to do the things that normally oklahoma does which is score up a lot of points so i'm going oklahoma uh yeah i think oklahoma has finally got the uh, spencer rattler stench off their offense and got a good guy back there i think uh, uh this is the game that makes oh you start moving up in the college football playoff rankings and they win by a lot by Alec. Baylor lost to a team without a coach last week. Obviously, yeah. Oklahoma's going to win. <laughs> I think I think Andy had that. <laughs> to be fair, Baylor just lost their offensive coordinator. Also. Heads. Baylor. All right, and your last up game is Notre Dame at Virginia. Notre Dame is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Tom Hewitts. I... Uh... I think I'm still gonna go with Notre Dame. I don't. I don't feel great about it, but I don't. I don't. I don't think you'd be I, I. I don't know how this game is five and a half points. This seems like an easy Notre Dame dub. Notre Dame. Kind of where I'm at. Like Notre Dame's been so quiet for weeks, and if they're quiet, it usually means that they're just winning like a normal team would. So I, I don't see Virginia beating them. So Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. I, I don't think Virginia is all that great, and I don't know how good Notre Dame is, but they're they're better than uh, than that. Okay, 
Heads. UVA. All right. There you go. Pick'ems. Done. We did there it. There you go. Get us out of here. Some, it's going to be some decoration. I know that. Let's, uh... Uh, well, I want to thank our home. sponsors, HelloFresh. Uh, <laughs> go to academicallyineligible.hellofresh. Enter no, code. It's hellofresh.com slash academically ineligible. Enter, <laughs> enter, enter code cheeseburger charlie for 17 free cheeseburgers with your first box. This is not a real code. Let me know when uh, you have cheeseburgers uh, from HelloFresh. Let me know Who's when that, uh, uh, when a washer comes up for because like mine's gone okay. out, I need one. Okay, <laughs> as sponsor with washing machines, go to rentacenter.com/academically uh, and go, go to maytag.com and uh, enter code. I Mike need Nisbet. help. Uh, please send Venmo money to at Mike. <laughs> I'm sure it'll find its way to him. If you just put at Mike and Venmo, it'll find its way to him. That's right. <laughs> it'll get somebody probably. Need Alla right. of help. Yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, send us emails to academically ineligible uh podcast at academically ineligible.com sorry i forgot first part of that because i was watching this uh uh watching this game a little bit distracted on the other screen so tune in next week for another episode of the academically ineligible podcast peace Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.